0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is July the 28th, 2019. Strong hand, be unique beast, value your wealth in Bitcoin unconfiscatable one bitcoin equals one bitcoin offended by selling i'm not going anywhere personal responsibility is a new counterculture your home for bitcoin insider information conviction always be learning this game is not rigged be in motion okay people I just want to say that Bitcoin is the best savings account ever devised by man. The most secure form of wealth storage on the planet. The biggest supply shock in the history of financial markets is the upcoming 2020 halving. Pound that like button. Follow me on Twitter because that is a big part of the Bitcoin Meister ecosystem. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Tech Vault. DisruptMeister.com. All my old videos. Audio podcasts that you'll only get at sportsmeister.com, check that out. There's one of them linked to below. I've been doing some special audios that you'll only hear there, not see here on the YouTube channel. Remember to check out Friday's show. I, uh, Tizen was on and Samuel Arms was on. And we got to talking about the uh, gold versus Bitcoin. A little bit about uh, – <laughs> I have a tweet out there that is linked to below. That talks about uh, a, a in classic quote. In it's only twenty seconds long. You should retweet it about uh, why why anyone would even own uh, invest in the precious metals and gold right now. That uh, well, y- you check it out yourselves. It is great. And yeah, I, I, Ty and I don't agree on everything, but we do agree that why the heck would anyone still mess with gold when you've got the Bitcoin is the real thing pound that like button okay so I want to men- mention gbtc uh, that fund uh, that you you can invest in and think you own Bitcoin and you could do it from your uh, your 401k or something like that or your IRA I don't even know you people tell me about this the thing is over the last month it if it, it, it's been over twelve dollars for over the last month which is the equivalent of over over $12,000. Okay. So it's, it's selling at a premium still. And it means something that a certain type of investor is willing to pay a premium for something that is not really Bitcoin, that you're not controlling your private key. That really says a lot about the underlying asset. If there are all these people out there that are willing, again, and there's some convenience involved in it because it. They can do it through their uh, retirement account, I guess. But still, they don't really own the Bitcoin there. It, it, this is not really Bitcoin. And is, is that is that convenience enough to, to have such a premium? And that it's over the equivalent of over $12,000 for over a month now? And now, I, I mean, for you fiat freaks, I guess Bitcoin's at $9,500 right now. Just waiting for that government hearing to freak everyone out next week. So, yeah, get your, get your hands strong, people. I mentioned that on a previous show. Anyway, speaking about people getting psychologically freaked out by nonsense, by government-related nonsense, in fact. Uh, I was at the uh, Tel Aviv Bitcoin Embassy today. And by the way, if, you've, if you have questions, I will answer them. Type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat. Give me some good questions. But I was at the Tel Aviv Bitcoin Embassy just an hour or so ago or an hour and a half ago. And I was talking about how to, to an Israeli, obviously, um, how people in the United States are already sending me messages, how they're freaking out. Because next week and through the month of August, the IRS is sending out informational letters to people that they know own cryptocurrency. And this actually happened in Israel. And I'm going to get into the specifics, the real specifics and the links you need to check out so you don't get fudded out by this. Um, but the, the Israeli was telling me that, you know, Israel did this about a year ago or less than a year ago, I believe. And there was psychological impact of, of these letters because there were a lot of altcoiners in Israel that didn't fully understand what they had gotten into. And there was an immediate impact, the, the guy was telling me, that a lot of altcoiners just stopped trading altcoins. <laughs> so this is going to be on a much larger scale. I, obviously, Israel is a small country, although uh, percentage-wise, I bet more people own Bitcoin in Israel than the United States. And, um, and but, but in the United States, it, if, if so many more people... Are into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? If it has a cyclical impact like it did on Israel, that there would be a noticeable difference in altcoin trading. If this is going to be a wake-up call to altcoin traders, now, now, unfortunately, it's going to be a wake-up call to some Bitcoin traders too. And this boils down to something that I have said for years now. This is why you don't trade Bitcoin for fiat. This is not why you don't value your wealth in fiat, because this day comes when you get that reminder from the IRS that you owe them some money um, because they have your social security number because Coinbase gave it to them because you should have known Coinbase was giving it to them. And Coinbase told the IRS that you made uh, five transactions involving selling Bitcoin for fiat over the last five years. And uh, that you uh, perhaps uh, forgot to uh, pay your taxes on that. Now, now let's get into the, 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 now again. Or maybe that, you know, Gemini did the same thing. Whoever, you know, the, the people are, Adam, why didn't you sell at the top? <laughs> Ask me that question when you get the letter. Ask. Can, will you even be able to utter the words to me when you get that letter? Pound that like button, baby. All right. So, um, but again, you shouldn't even be worrying. To, you should have known this already, dude. You should have known it. Oh, wise Bitcoin trader, <laughs> valuing your wealth in fiat that the day would, the, your reminder letter, because it's just a soft letter from the IRS. Remember, they say it's a soft letter. So again, th- this is why you don't take a little bit off the top. Well, just you should took a little bit off the top just, you get, and then you'll buy Bitcoin again and then sell it for fiat. Okay, okay. Be, be my guest, be my guest. All right. Uh, but again, value your wealth in Bitcoin. That's what I do. That's why I never sell. That's why I don't, you know, the, the fee, I don't have to deal with the, the fiat profit. There is no fiat profit for me. I didn't sell for fiat, baby. Now, so we've talked about we've talked about uh, why you value your wealth in Bitcoin. We've talked about the the psychological impact that these letters are going to uh, that people are going to feel from these letters. Uh, letter six one seven three. Letter 6174 and letter 6174-A. This is from a Forbes article linked to below. These are the three different letters that are being sent out. And I, I believe you'll it'll say the little code on the letter. So you'll be able to see which one's which here. So th- this is from Forbes. Letter 6174-A is probably being sent to most Coinbase customers, not just suspected tax sheets. Anecdotally, more than a dozen of my own clients have received this letter, all of whom have accurately reported their cryptocurrency related income on their tax returns. I've also heard from several other tax professionals who reported their cryptocurrency related income on their tax return. I uh, and uh, okay, who say their uh, clients also received the letter despite having accurately reported all their uh, crypto income. This would seem to indicate the IRS is sending these letters to taxpayers as a phishing attempt without any real belief that each recipient has underreported. Okay, that's for that one letter. So again, if you have properly done, it, if you have an accountant, if you if you're a mega trader and your accountant did everything properly and you still get the don't worry. I mean, you, the letter is, is a phishing thing. They want you to admit even more, even though you've admitted everything. Okay. So I, I also want to point out that. Once this story started appearing on Coindesk, I, I noticed the, the Bitcoin price did flop quite a, quite a bit. I don't know if it is related. But I do want to point out for all the people panicking, this story, I, I found an accountant firm, I believe it's in Rhode Island, uh, that basically wrote about this situation over a week ago. I retweeted it. Follow me on TechBot. You can see I retweeted it. I linked to this article from PGCO.com uh IRS to mail virtual currency letters to 10,000 over 10,000 taxpayers. Letter six one seven three is the one that requires action. By the way, now this link from pgco.com from this accounting firm lists all oh, three letters. You can only get one of these three letters, and it explains which what each letter is about. Now. I am going to mention, I'm going to give you some quotes. It's better that you check it out for yourself. And once you read this, you will see there's really not much, there's nothing to worry about. It, it's the CoinDesk article, which I do not link to, it was fun. It was scaring people. This this from a professional accounting firm, I think it will ease your mind. Starting next week and through the month of August, the Internal Revenue Service will be sending virtual currency soft letters to over 10,000 taxpayers. There are three different letters intended to be educational to those receiving the information. Letter 6173 is another soft letter intended to educate the taxpayer. It will include information about the IRS knowing the taxpayer has one or more virtual currency accounts. The virtual currency transactions have not been reported or no return was filed. Taxpayer must file an original or amended return to report the transactions or send a letter explaining how and where the virtual currency transactions have been properly reported. Letter requires action by taxpayer. So only that one out of the three letters, letter 6173, requires action by the taxpayer. That's the only one. And that's the one saying they know that you've got it, okay? and that they know that there is a transaction that you have made that has not been filed, that has not been reported by you on your side. The other two letters are not like that at all. Um, The one that was mentioned in the Forbes article, which was what, 6174A, and then 6174, I'm going to read it to you, is called a soft letter and intended to educate taxpayers. It will include information about The taxability of virtual currency transactions, the forms likely required to report the virtual currency transactions, the resources available on the topic, it doesn't require a response, uh, indicates amended returns would be required if the taxpayer determines virtual currency transactions have not been reported. So that one's going to give you a lot of information and it is there to freak you out so you admit every single uh, transaction you have ever made, uh, even ones that don't involve your. Social Security number. It is a pure phishing attempt. It will succeed. People freak out when they get letters from the IRS. But again, that one requires nothing. It's just going to tell you a bunch of information that you know when you sell and uh, you buy and then you sell for fiat, like within a very short period of time. That's short-term capital gains. This is what a short-term capital gains is. This is how you report it. Blah 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 blah. That will freak people out. But again, it is linked to it below. You guys knew what you were getting into here. This is should not be a scary situation at all. Um, again, if you thought, if you were buying with your social security number, and you were buying Bitcoin with your social security and you were selling it already for fiat and you did this like in 2017 and you didn't report it, I mean, you're an idiot <laughs> at this point. You, you, you thought you could get away with it? I mean, and if you watch this show where I have set, repeated it over and over and over again, come on. All right. Roman Q says, I have never had a taxable event in Bitcoin, never a taxable gain, never a loss. Holders don't have to worry about tax authorities Yeah, I sleep very well. Yep. Yeah, pound that like button, dude. Uh, Rock Ape, and this is Rock Ape saying this, not me. He says, mix coins with Wasabi wallet. And I mean, can I even, I mean, are you trying to get me into, I, I know you're a nice dude and everything. I, can't, I really should not read that. Now I'm not going to read that dude. <laughs> all right. But again, there have been, there have been dudes that have been fighting on Wasabi wallet, that it's not as privacy as people think it is that you go through all this nonsense and then it's, uh, then your coins aren't mixed or whatever all right um but again and that you know that it only mixes 0.1 bitcoin at a time and that there's other options i i didn't get into that that debate that's on a matt odell uh, podcast i'm not even gonna uh oh look sam uh, or ssm 59 is here the only advantage to gbtc is your pe- playing price you can't get frozen by poorly run exchanges oh well that's true if you hold gbc whole GBC makes no sense okay um, I'm, it's good to see you here SSM 59 uh, j card 120 says uh, he's not pleased with the RIS. so let's say I bought a Bitcoin at five thousand what what if I was hacked what if I lost my keys and I am I supposed to pay taxes well dude if you bought it if you bought it at uh, five thousand dollars. And, and you never sold it for fiat. You you don't have to pay taxes. You own your Bitcoin. So again, if you bought Bitcoin and, and it was stolen uh, and you lost your keys, but you never so- sold it, I mean, it's still there. It's, there's no, <laughs> it, you didn't sell it at an exchange. It has your, you didn't sell it. And there's no fiat like transaction associated with your social security number. So I, I, there's no, again, you're, you're, you're taking this to the next level. I, I, I'm going to say it real simple here. If you guys bought Bitcoin and you've never done anything with it, you have nothing to worry about. It's, it's, it, you didn't, you didn't go into the realm of the IRS. You didn't go into the fiat land at all. You didn't go. And I, I I've said this before, you know, you, you you enter their playground once you start to value your wealth in fiat, all right, and you get to you get to nice little uh, letters. For, and again, you're gonna do if you bought your Bitcoin at Coinbase, you will get these letters. You just get letters. But if you never done anything with it, you then you just, it's just an informational letter. That's all it is. That's all it is. If you bought it at Coinbase and you never did anything with it, it's just you, you're gonna get a letter, and it's it's informational purposes only. I guess the government lets us send out letters. Okay. Uh, Justin A. says, okay, and, and again, dude, you, you've got to, you know, you're asking questions here that I'm not, I, I can't, you got to think about certain questions when you ask me about my personal life, you, you really can't ask those, that's really inappropriate questions. It's very inappropriate questions. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm saying if the person hacked it, sold it, I was just curious. Well, if the person who hacked it sold it on an exchange, and so the IRS knows that the person sold it for fiat, then they're going to know who that person is, right? Again, so they'll know his social security number, and he will be having to uh, he'll he acquire the Bitcoin for zero dollars, and then he sold it for ten thousand dollars, so he will have to pay the difference on that. All right now uh let's let's move on here Hmm. all right so we talked about that remember when uh and and i do want to say there there are aspects uh of of cryptocurrency uh some situations that are not very clear yet and there and i mentioned on a previous show was a a congressman from minnesota who was trying to pre clear up some of the uh things that weren't very clear about uh how the government views cryptocurrency again check out the archives disruptmeister.com um so when uh here's some news uh i remember back in the day when china news like this would be earth shattering and everyone would say sell your bitcoin or buy your bitcoin china matters so much and here here it is from uh he says Yeah. Samson now. Yesterday, the Bank of China posted an article about Bitcoin. They explained how Bitcoin works, why the price is going up and why it's valuable. Never thought I'd see that happen. And uh, yeah, well, that's And he says bullish. Okay, be bullish. But you got to also admit that people don't freak out over China anymore. And that that would have been a much larger story back in uh, 2016. And you know China is a basket case. Sometimes they like it. Sometimes they say it's illegal. So I just you gotta ignore them basically. But I just wanted to point out that something like that back in the day. I mean that was the first I heard of that from Samson. Nobody else was tweeting about it. And so it, in, back in 2016, that would have been like what everybody would have talked about and what everyone would have been uh, yeah tweeting about. So here is a uh, a tweet, Sats Satoshi's or Bitcoin are a better buy than Manhattan real estate in the 70s. And that was from Holdenot said that. And I got to say, yeah, you, you've got a good argument there, man. Again, yes, it, it, I think it is. I, I think buying Bitcoin now is, is a better investment than uh, buying uh, Manhattan real estate back in the 70s when things were really bad. You should watch, uh, I think the movie's called 110th Street. Uh, what's it called? There's a good song that's with it. It's from like 1971 and it's about uh, a cop and uh, some dealers and 90s. Is, it's pretty graphic, some of it actually. Uh, and it, it shows uh, upper Manhattan was very nasty then. And uh, the Bronx was horrifying. Uh, but, but so obviously real estate prices in Manhattan were much cheaper in the crime infested seventies than they eventually were uh, in the present. and, it's funny because people who took the risk and bought Manhattan real estate back then—you know, Donald Trump, uh, other other individuals—they're they're vilified. They're you know they're they're horrible people now. Oh, they just got lucky that they bought that uh, that real estate in Manhattan in the '70s. They don't—they're uh, they're villains. They're they're billionaires. Oh, they're so evil. Oh, won't it be fun in the future to be the equivalent of that? pound that like button people because again you bought i mean it's already happening for the people who bought bitcoin you know when it was under 700 dollars, uh, under a thousand dollars they're already oh you're lucky you're a villain you're, you you should give it away oh why don't you just sell some and give back to the community it's, it's it's not just for holding it's not an investment it's this that and the other you you greedy person you oh it will be it in 40 years just imagine just imagine to be the equivalent uh, of what these guys, like uh, the president and, and others, who who, who bought uh, Manhattan real estate back in the seventies, are, are are are. But again, that's just you know that's that's the eighty percent mobbers that that you know say that kind of stuff. Fitting in is totally overrated, dude. You can ask the president like that. President about that. Uh, you can ask a lot of wealthy people uh, who just did it their own way or called all sorts of names by the masses, and they don't care if they don't fit in with. They do what they do they take care of themselves don't worry what other people think you they, you don't need a virtue signal you you take you do you're in motion you don't uh you don't need guilt you need uh we we should uh again you're not a victim on this show we glorify the people who accomplish stuff like the people who invested in Manhattan in the 70s what is that 110th Street movie called it's something above 110th Street Someone in the chat, tell me what that darn movie is. Somebody look that up. Offended by selling, I see in there. What is, what is the 110th video? What is the 110th Street uh, movie? I mean, I watched that 110th Street movie. like it's The whole thing is on YouTube. It's such an old video. They don't even make you pay for it. Someone like upload. I, mean, I did this a while ago. It was quite some time. I only watched it because they, there was a remake of the song. that was kind of cool as i mentioned before all right um, oh yafit kodo is in the movie he he played a james bond villain around then too and eventually he wasn't he in a, movie, a show a tv show about baltimore when he, he he got a lot bigger over time yafit across 110th street that's what justin a says it's called across 110th street look it up on youtube it's it is a good video there's um, <laughs> a graphic a graphic uh, seen with few graphics okay uh try okay what else do we have jeremy Welsh. this dude is over at casa again i, I believe in controlling your own private key and not complicating it like a jeremy uh, complicates things but whatever he's got a business he's in motion that's great he's he knows about these casa uh, he, uh the, the casa nodes obviously he created them are you a student that wants to run a Bitcoin conference at your university, send me a direct message. We'll love to pay this forward and donate Casa nodes, give a talk, or help any other way we can. I retweeted that because I just think it's great that uh, this dude is encouraging universities to have Bitcoin conferences. Get the the youth into it now. Because what else are they learning at these darn things? I I met a guy tonight. I'm going to talk about it in a second. But a guy who dropped out of college after he got into Bitcoin. He was going to Towson University, which is in the suburbs of Baltimore, and I grew up in the suburbs of Baltimore. You've been hearing a lot about the city of Baltimore, haven't you, lately? Pound that, Elijah (laughs) Cummings. By the way, watch Saturday's show, Yesterday's Beyond Bitcoin Show, and you'll hear my take on uh, what the president said about Baltimore. Hint, hint. He, he was correct. <laughs> it's rat infested. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. it just, the truth hurts for the people. I mean, but it's not Elijah Cummings' fault. And hey, check out the video. Anyway, again, personal responsibility is new counterculture. You know, if if you're dumping in your neighbor's yard, if you're doing drugs, if you're if you if you're it's committing crimes, if you're mugging people. Donald Trump can't stop that. Elijah Cummings can't stop that. And uh, it's it's up to the people who do those things that really stop the behavior that's completely antisocial and ridiculous behavior. <laughs> uh, and and it is and you can see some of my old videos from Baltimore. I mean, I lived on Linden Avenue for what, 10 years or whatever it was. Um, and it was quite an adventure, uh, Right, only a few blocks away from where Elijah Cummings claims to live. And only a few blocks away from where the Freddie Gray uh, riots eventually happened. And I, I've seen it all. So I, I'm not just some dude in the suburbs. <laughs> no, I, I've seen uh, people, uh, uh, prostitutes uh, performing tricks in my backyard um, and crack being stashed in my backyard. And anyway, I've talked too much about this. We got off on a tangent here. What was it? So uh, yes, I enjoy that, uh, that Jeremy is uh, encouraging people to uh, have a, a Bitcoin conferences at their universities and they'll learn a lot from that. You guys should start... Uh, if you're, if you, I mean, again, uh, universities can be fun socially, I guess. And if you're stuck there for four years, <laughs> get into Bitcoin, get other people's in the Bitcoin. Maybe you'll drop out. It'll be great. Maybe a lot of people will drop out after attending some of these uh, university-based uh, Bitcoin conferences. More. And if you're putting one on, you tell me about it. I'll spread the word about it. Guy Bennett sent five bucks. He said, uh, "Thank you, dude." By the way, he says, "Buy Bitcoin." Yeah, that pretty much sums up everything. Buy Bitcoin again. I, I, and if you. Yeah, I I wasn't liking what was happening in Baltimore, so I could complain or I could be in motion. So I I left. <laughs> I bought Bitcoin. I bought Bitcoin. So uh, I compete. I don't complain. I, whatever. Did you know it wasn't? It, it was dangerous, and I can yell about how dangerous it is and how someone needs to fix this for me, or I can fix it for myself. And I fix it for myself, definitely, definitely. Um, what do we have? Uh, okay in motion in motion so i'm i'm on the streets of tel aviv today i'm wearing my bitcoin shirt and this is why i advise people wear their bitcoin shirts and it's funny this is the second time I'm on the streets of tel aviv when someone have, has just you know given me a bitcoin acknowledgement so a guy comes up to me he sees I got the bitcoin shirt he says where's the bitcoin embassy i said oh well i tell him where it is and i said you got to come tonight sunday night's the biggest night at the bitcoin embassy and we get to talking and the guy is from uh, Maryland and he went to uh, Towson and uh, he's, he dropped out of college because he started his own Bitcoin-related business. It's it's great stuff. Then he was at the embassy tonight. We were hanging out. That's the thing. That's why you're in motion, people. You wear the shirt. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. It might. And, and he he was networking at the embassy and it was great. Uh and again j card 127 say, 120 says do you have a lightning address for tips nope i put a little on uh a wallet of satoshi and want to test if no i don't have one um but thank you you say i deserve a tip thanks thank you very much um it's very nice but i i, I don't have a lightning address now um i don't run a lightning node i'm 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 moving all the time okay and adnan k wizard says uh, sends a dollar ninety nine the 80 percenters will ruin Bitcoin by using Libra. No, no, they won't. Why, why would that uh, ruin Bitcoin? <laughs> People use a lot of other cryptocurrencies. It doesn't ruin Bitcoin. And 80 percenters will. It will help. It will help Bitcoin when they use Libra. Everyone's going to hear about cryptocurrency, and some of those 80 percenters are going to uh, ch- change their Libra into Bitcoin. It's a, it's a positive thing. I haven't posited out lately to so know. No, Bitcoin can't be ruined. <laughs> it can't be ruined. No, no, no. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. All right. Um, so I talked about my uh, shirt. It's always good to wear a shirt when you're on the streets of Tel Aviv. Not everybody does. There's some good sites on there. Uh, if you value your wealth in uh, <laughs> something other than uh, money, uh, in, in the summer, the fairer sex doesn't wear too much clothes. I gotta say around here, there's some uh, there's some good sights to see. Well, I'm I'm trying to see if I skipped. I felt like, felt like I skipped the topic. We talked about uh. No, that's it. That's it. Pound that like button, everybody. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rup Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Bang the bell button. Pound the like button. Click on the squares. And I will say hi to everybody in the chat right now. Thanks a lot, guys. Fun times.